You're listening to the Retirement Lifestyle Podcast with Chris and Susan Beasley. Hi, it's Chris and Susan Beasley here with another episode of Living the Retirement Lifestyle. And we're in the series where we bring on some of our great friends and entrepreneurs from around the world who we've made friendships with in some way, shape or form. And today we have a guest who we have been dying to get on here, but she's so hard to get hold of. We have Diane Hopman all the way from Connecticut across the pond. Hi, Diane. Hi, Diane. Oh, now I know I've told you before, but do you know what my maiden name is? No, go on. It's Beasley. I think I, I have forgotten that. Cousins, my maiden name is Beasley. That's the name I grew up with. We spelled it a little different, I think, because I am English many, many generations ago. And I think it just kind of changed as, as, uh, the family moved, but my name is Beasley. So hello, that cousins. Is, it's good to see you. That is brilliant. That, that is the greatest coincidence we've ever had on any of our shows. So look, when did we, we met in London, didn't we? Gosh, so many years ago, but I do remember it. It was fabulous. It had to be like 10 years ago at yeah. least. Totally. Um, yeah. I did a lot of travel to the UK for a little while. We had a quite a group going and um, they kept inviting me over. And of course, every time they invited, I said, yes. So I got to go to uh, London several times. I was in Peterborough, I was in um, Essex. Uh, and then I did get to go to Scotland as well. So it was a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful time period. Well, my, my memories are, are us having cocktails with you wearing a tiara. <laughs> well, they gave me one, you have to wear it. If they give you one, you must wear it. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Uh, it was a good time. Oh, maybe let, let's start. Could you give us a little bit of your background and how you got into the home business and network marketing business? Because I guess you've been, well, we know you've been through quite a journey. And Sure. Maybe. So um, it was interesting. I bought some products from a relative and they invited me to a meeting. And um, I didn't know what it was. I thought we were going to talk. It was a weight loss product. And I thought we were going to talk about, you know, why we eat at night and our feelings and how to control our appetite or something. And it turned out to be an opportunity meeting. And that was in 1999. <laughs> I had two small children. Um, turns out I, I had left my job. I uh, worked as a educator at a college. And um, I had basically run us into some debt because I stopped working and forgot they, they stopped paying me. So we were buying things. We had gotten a house. We were buying appliances and different things. And, um, you know, I just didn't estimate well. So we had some credit card debt and stuff. And um, I, I looked at the opportunity and I went, this is it. I'm going to, I'm going to build a home business. And it's 23 years later. The kids are grown. They're 26 and 29, both living in New York City. Um, unfortunate to say the marriage ended. And now here I am, and it happened. Um, and now here I am, kind of free as can be, uh, able to come back to England. So, <laughs> so let me know when there's an event going on. Um, but that's how I got started. And I've been on kind of a journey where I started in traditional network marketing. Then I got into online marketing. Um, very early social media uh, was uh, basically my phone was ringing off the hook asking for help and training. Um, so I ended up on different stages around the industry um, as a consultant, a copywriter. And now I am back in traditional network marketing, as well as 
uh, a top affiliate at a marketing education company. So I've done a little bit of everything. Wow. I think Lisa Grossman probably summed you up beautifully. She said there isn't anyone else better who knows about home business than Diane. And that's it's spot on because I know from our time with you, we learned such a lot because back then we were we were newbies in the online marketing, the affiliate marketing world. And um, we were just launching ourselves, but you gave us so much good advice and it sort of stayed with us all these years. And I think that's really why we wanted you to come on and chat with our audience because they are people just like us, you know, in their mid fifties, maybe approaching their retirement, maybe in retirement. And right now we are in quite serious times. What is our retirement even going to look like? I mean, how important do you think it is that they should be looking at at alternative income streams? I I think it's incredibly important Um, right now. And this is the second time that I've been through this stage because I've been doing this for 23 years. So in 2007, 2008, there was a fairly severe, uh, severe crash in the economy as well. And I think it was worldwide. I'm not sure if it was just. Oh, yeah, we got hit with that one. Yeah. Um, So I've seen the cycle twice, but I think this one is probably much more um, severe and, and much more ominous. Um, not to be gloom and doom, but you know, it, it's always good to prepare because winter must come. Um, you know, I'm sure you guys are familiar with uh, Jim Rohn, business philosopher. He's yeah. passed now, but I grew up on Jim. I'd spent a lot of time with Jim and he always talked about the seasons, the seasons of life and winter must come economically. And what do um, you know, the birds, the bees and the squirrels do when winter is coming, they prepare they prepare, right? What does a squirrel do in the summertime? If he's smart, he's collecting the nuts and the different things and he's storing them so that when winter comes, he's safe because everything's covered with snow or at least where I live. Um, So it's the same thing now. We're sitting and we're looking at an impending winter. So to not look at all the options that we have to create additional revenue streams and or create perhaps um, you know, a significant little uh, amount of money right now with different opportunities so that we can put that away for that, for that, that winter storm. I think, I think it's a very smart thing to be doing right now. No, I, you know, we I definitely agree. think so. Having gone through that winter, if you like, in, in 2007, eight, in fact, it's what brought us online because, you know, sometimes there are these things we, we get hit with these challenges and obstacles and that for us was one of them and it was what actually pulled us up and we said you know we can either carry on doing what we're doing and, and potentially that time for money. money you know like you were doing before you gave up when you had your kids or we could actually go do you know what we need to do something now and if we don't do it now we're probably never going to do it and that's exactly what we did and as we said, even though we got into the online marketing side and, and the affiliate part of it, we always recognized from our early days of the introduction to network marketing, when we met you as well, that we come back, we would circle back to that because I think it is such an important business model, particularly for people of our age, because they can do it so easily. So, And I think particularly now because... You know, we're not let, not any longer making lists of 100 and attacking yeah. our friends and family yeah. and all that sort of thing. 
And, and interestingly, COVID caused the industry to catch up because there were still a lot of leaders that wanted us to do things that we were doing in the 90s. And when COVID hit, there was no ability to go out and meet people. There was only online. But I wanna say something I think that's really important, especially for this audience. I've talked to a lot of people in, in, in our age group and a lot of them, they're closing in on retirement and their whole feeling is, I've worked really hard, this is not fair. This is not fair that the economy is this way right now. you know. Or I have a 401k here in the States, it's like a savings plan in the stocks, um, you know, and it's down and, and it's not right and it's not fair. And, and there's kind of an anger. Um, and we could sit in that, because I'm sure some people are feeling that way. Like, why is this happening when I'm 60? Why is this happening when I'm 62? Why is this happening when I'm just becoming uh, eligible to be a pensioner. Is that what you guys call it, a pensioner? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I spent a lot of time. I, I learned a lot. I watched you a lot of well. news. You <laughs> so well. I watched a lot of news. They were all like, what are you doing? I said, I need to understand the culture. I have to watch the, the news. So, um, <laughs> so, so what, learned, do you call, what do you call a pensioner in the States then, if it's not a pensioner? Retired. retired. Oh, okay. We use the same. We're good. All the same We're thing. Good. So in the, in the States, we receive what's called Social Security, which is a, a small pension of sorts. And then many of our companies, you used to get a pension. It was part of your job. And then they eliminated that in the 80s. Um, so most people, they had the choice to save. And no offense, gang, because I'm a little bit, I'm Gen X. I'm not a baby boomer. Okay. I'm the I'm the first year of Gen X. No, um, okay. But the, the generation before me that grew up in the 60s and 70s, uh, uh, culturally was a carefree kind of kind of generation you know we had Woodstock and all the different you know things in that time period and so not, everybody didn't prepare well let's just say um and I think part of it I grew up and I was in high school in the 80s and in the 80s everything was about getting rich and Gordon Gecko and and greed is good so it was a different psychological message we were receiving from the media so a lot of people right now are in the position where they're not prepared or they are, or they hope to be prepared, and now they're looking at their home value might be plummeting, or their their stock accounts might be plummeting. And yeah, it's not fair. It's not fair. But the question is, what if you could do something now that would cause you to have more money than you ever would have with the original pension, social security, or retirement funds that you had? What if you could do something now because bad times often for many of us is the beginning of something wonderful. And when I look back at the rough periods, they were the periods where I decided to take action. And that action, like I leave on another cruise next week. I'm always on a cruise or on a trip somewhere. I'm just You're always... not on that marketer's cruise, are you? No, 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 oh. no. I'm on that cruise by myself where I'm going to create content and lay on a chair and sip pina coladas or something. Oh, now that sounds wonderful. <laughs> it's wonderful. A lot of people are like, why would you go by yourself? Because I can. It's I know. Exactly. My <laughs> mum used to. I can't believe it. Even I love it. She loved you it always right up until her mid-80s. She was cruising on her own. It's fabulous. I always need fascinating people. But the point is that if I hadn't gone through, for example, debt, I wouldn't have started a business. I would have been a teacher. I would have made, you know, a reasonable income, but I wouldn't have made really good money. I would have had so many weeks vacation a year and I would have retired with a reasonable income because of bad times in my financial life. 
I made a decision that changed the whole course of my life. I mean, that's why I was in London meeting you because of the decision I made that brought me into different things. You never know where a home business can lead you, especially network marketing gives you so many opportunities to travel the world, meet fascinating people, build global organizations. Um, and the old joke in the industry is, um, it's so great. I, I have to go to London because I want to visit my people. I, I mean, my money. I mean, my people. I want to visit my money because my organization might be in Mexico or my organization, like most of my organizations in Latin America. So I, ha I oh, gee, I have to go to Costa Rica. You know, I, oh, what geez, a shame. you know, I have to see it the four seasons at Costa Rica. It's terrible, really. Um, so I'm, I'm rambling, but I want everybody who might be thinking the thought of, why now? Why is this happening to me? It could be the greatest thing that ever happened to you if you change your perspective and look at it a little differently. I mean, that, that's exactly what we did because our pension fund, for want of a better description, was tied up in property from about 2005. That was the only way we could generate enough income quickly enough to build a good, solid income for ourselves in retirement. 2008 came along and of course it just tanked you know it just virtually disappeared we hung on to a couple of properties but you know it wasn't going to be the the solid huge retirement pension that we'd imagined that we were going to go cruising off into the sunset and never worry about money again um you know that was the plan but of course as you say that the, wind, the economic winter appeared and, uh, and we caused us a yeah, huge problem. We certainly never intended to be running a ski chalet. That was not the idea of it. No. But think about all the things that have happened to you since and all the people you've met and all the places you've gone. Aren't you going on another trip soon? Didn't we are. That? We are. We're going to Panama in November. Panama, we, that's, I knew you were in my neck of the woods. My, my yeah, central. no, we won it. It's, you know, we was a reward for our hard work in, in our business. Ah doing something we love and that's what i love about network marketing you can do something you love help other people both in the products whatever they are and financially and you get rewarded for that which is a little extra it's the icing on the cake i think that's fabulous and i think it's amazing when you just wake up one morning and an email pops up and says oh you're going to panama I was and we're paying for you didn't even know you were trying like i've done that i've won trips to paris and and all over the world and the caribbean and stuff like that and i've won more than one that i didn't even know i was in qualification for yeah. So I was like, oh, I guess I'm going to, you know, Curacao, or I guess I'm going to, that's so cool. And congratulations. It's amazing because I know it's a new venture for you guys, something very new and cutting edge. Um, I've heard uh, everybody buzzing about it. So it's really exciting. Thank and I you. saw you were hanging out with some people I know, and I was just thrilled. Thank Good. you, because you're the second person that said to us, without us even mentioning it, going, you guys are so on the right track with this. This is this fits you. It fits your audience. If you can bring two things together, like health and financial security, there isn't anything better. And I guess we've just been able to use, like you, you learn your marketing along the way. You invest in your skill set, and then you use that to help other people. And that's what I love about the whole home business thing. Absolutely. So can I just can I say one thing to that? And then we'll look like a rude guest. I'm just jumping in. I think another thing that happens too is when people come from whatever background they come from. I was a teacher, you guys were in accounting. 
they think that they don't have skills to bring to the table here. Mm. And I know I specialize that in that, and you guys specialize in helping people see how what they know already is very viable in the home business. Yes. Um, so if you're thinking, well, I don't know anything about this. Well, neither did I. I was a Spanish teacher, guys. <laughs> I, I not, and, and who knows? Nowadays, what do I do? I work using the Spanish. It only took 30 years for me to use, or more than 30 years, to use the skill that I went to school for. Um, and it, it was by sweet serendipity and by accident. But I didn't have any sales background. I had no marketing background. Today, I'm a, a well-known copywriter. I didn't know how to write my name. You know, I didn't know how to create anything on the internet. I certainly didn't know how to create or edit a video. I didn't know any of this. And I learned as I went what I was making money as I came down the road. So uh, especially in today's marketplace with um, Susan mentioned having an audience and all that is is people that are attracted to you when you talk about different topics. Um, anything that you're into can cause your, like I mentioned cruising. I could build an audience around cruising yeah and then sell them something that has to do with cruising or something that just has to do with health or something that has to do with lifestyle. Um, but if it's something I'm passionate about or something I know, I can actually capitalize on, on that and monetize that. Um, and that's what's exciting is people come in a more, at a more mature age, they think I can't. And they're the ones that actually have the most experience in life wisdom to share. So you can't kind of cool so, so what comes out of that i guess is the word confidence because you know 23 years ago you were confident enough to make a big change in your life even though you didn't have the skills you know 12 years ago we did exactly the same thing we changed completely from what we were doing to what we do today but I guess the word confidence, you must have had the confidence, or maybe you didn't. Um, I'm smiling because I, I was willing to take the leap because I needed to do something. I needed to um, pay this debt. You know, I needed to change some financial things. Um, was I confident? No, I was a complete, uh, I still am. I'm an introvert when I'm working. I consider working like teaching, so it doesn't phase me. I could stand in front of, you've seen me, we, we've done it together, stood in front of thousands of people. We've been on stage. Um, it does not bother me to stand up and teach, but actually going out and individually talking to people was the thing that always freaked me out. And that's what. Yeah, us too. Do, right? <laughs> right. So it's like, go, go, go to the mall and, uh, you know, go down to, uh, you know, wherever and just no. start conversations. And I was like, uh, so I didn't have personal confidence, but I had professional confidence, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm trying to bring out is that if you come from a background where you have competency and confidence in something, maybe you're close to retirement and you work in finance or you work in, uh, heck, maybe you're the best uh, maid in a, in a five-star hotel in London. Maybe you're, it doesn't matter what your background is, but if you, if maybe you're the best mom or dad and you've brought up children and you're really confident about that you can transfer that with some help and with some guidance you can transfer that confidence did i have confidence in what i was supposed to do chris i had none did i have confidence in me and that i could learn i did and if if those of you that are watching have confidence that you can learn that's really all you need 
that's really all you need to start. Yeah, I like, I like that. It's confidence that you can learn because mm. it, it's that's a really great expression. And you know, if you're if you're listening or watching this, I want you to take that one away and write it down and get it implanted in your head. <laughs> yeah. You just need the confidence to Take be that. able to learn because, yeah, you're going to have to learn some new skills, but you've been learning new skills every day of your life since the day you were born. And exactly. so it's it's no different. But tell me, Diane, what did it feel like after you'd made the decision? Yes, I'm going to do that. And you jumped over this fence and all of a sudden you thought, oh, maybe it wasn't quite so scary after all. I don't know. Um. It was interesting, maybe a little bit of a roller coaster. I had a lot of support. I had a, I happened to join an organization that had great leadership and I didn't know what network marketing was. I didn't know what a home business was. I didn't know you could have a home business. It was pure sweet serendipity that I was guided there that day. I didn't know anything about the industry. I didn't know there were other companies. I knew nothing. Um, and I joined and they had a lot of support back then. It was on phone and via meetings, but they had a lot of support. And I wanted to learn, and that was the key. So as soon as they saw that I wanted to learn, they started to groom me. They started to teach me how, you know, how to do certain things, how to speak to people, how to share, you know, my product results, how to, um, you know, I learned the whole training. I mean, uh, it wasn't too long before I could do the whole day. I knew every segment so that that way, because I, if I had, I'm a teacher. So if I had the opportunity to teach, I wanted to. So I learned the whole uh you know, the whole sequence. Um, and so it wasn't long before I was up and running. And what kind of is cool is if you take the initiative, you don't have to be the biggest producer if you're willing to get up and learn and try and practice. The opportunity to get in front of the room or to start a conference call or to start a podcast or to start something, it actually puts you in a position that when your prospects and the people that you might be sharing business with or product with see you, they see you as larger than the average person. Like right now, we're on TV. We're on, I don't know where you syndicate. Do you syndicate YouTube and oh, you know, yeah. everything else? Yeah. We're on TV, right? Most people won't do that. Now I'm sitting in the alcove. This is my bedroom over here. This is like the alcove and there's steps to go downstairs. Nothing fancy. You guys look like you're in your office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah an extra room right this is yeah. like a little bedroom it's a bedroom but we've turned <laughs> into an office. office this is an alcove that i put a desk in and and i have a studio downstairs that i never use but but you know i worked from my kitchen table for years but you can take your phone and start broadcasting and doing different things that you can learn and before you know it people are coming to you and people are asking you, hey, what are you doing? Or people are saying, oh gosh, I love your glasses. Chris said to me when I got on, I love your glasses. I was like, well, thank you. Or they're commenting on what you said. And 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 what you said could have been about what you did at the weekend with the grandkids. Yeah. You, know, okay. weekend, you took a day trip and, and everybody goes, oh, I love to take my grandkids there. Or I used to take my children there. And those conversations are naturally starting with common interests and becomes very magical. So it's a different time and era. And that's why I jumped on social media so early because I understood that you could have people checking you out instead of you having to go to them. It became very, very, very uh, much more fun. It's much brilliant fun. because I think, I think as you said, right at the very beginning, or it might've been before we went live with, on TV, um, <laughs> that it, the pandemic has changed so much for so many of us because 
I know when we started out, probably like you, the the word home business was like a little bit, you know, not really sure about all that kind of stuff. Well, now it's like it's just normal because people suddenly were not going into an office in the city. They were not commuting two hours at the beginning and the end of every day. They were sitting at their kitchen table trying to homeschool the kids like our children were doing and running quite busy highly highly expert types of businesses um and they were doing it from home and suddenly they didn't want to go back into the city anymore this whole life for them has changed and this is what worries us about the people who are coming up to those retirement years or who maybe are already in them like we said there are these opportunities available but they actually might not even know about it because they haven't gone through that kind of transition we listened to a just to put this in perspective we listened to a um an interview um and a documentary just recently in the uk about pensions Mm -hmm. and they had they were talking about how much people were getting in their equivalent of your social security um we have a a pension that people get it's not very much but it was not enough for most people to live on and have any kind of real life and there was this one lady she was getting something about she had about six pounds so that's like what seven dollars left at the end of the week it was horrendous. She couldn't even afford to go out and have a cup of coffee with her friends. It, it was terrible. But then, here's the thing. She had a little dog. And I think this is important. And she re- a friend of hers said, well, you've got a little dog. I've got to go away and I can't find anyone to look after my dog. Would you look after my dog for me? But you need to come and live in my house. So she said, yeah, okay, I'll do that. It was a change. And from that, she got interviewed on the TV, on the BBC. And she's got a little business where she goes and house sits and pet sits for people. And honestly, this was put out on the BBC as if nobody had ever heard of doing anything like that ever before. No, because there's like huge websites about trying I know. And, and uh, one of my friends spends a, a whole summer in Europe watching people's animals so that she yeah. could travel all over Europe. Yeah. Huh, interesting. interesting. So, so people really don't understand the whole no, world of what's possible. No, I think it brings us back to the thing that we are asked another of our guests. Um, we said people don't know what they don't know. And it's up to us through these sorts of channels and why we started the podcast really is to get that information out to people so they can see there is something else that they can do. There's so many options today too. When I started, there were a few options. Today, there's so many options. Obviously we have network marketing and we have affiliate marketing, um, which if you don't know what those are, very simple. Network marketing is where you're sharing products with your network and then your network uh, shares products with their network and so on. And it becomes kind of a, a neat, uh, network of sales where you're earning some income from from all of those sales a little bit from each sale and it really adds up affiliate marketing is where somebody else has a product and you go out and market it for them and you split the revenue so it might be 50 50 or 
60-40 or something like that. So just in case we're using terms that you haven't heard or you're kind of like, I don't know what any of this is. <laughs> yeah. But there's also people, and it happens, and I'm sure your audience is, is well aware, but I'm being the teacher in me, I have to create a glossary or create definitions. Oh, yeah. It's just yeah, yeah. ingrained in my, you know, we have to make sure that everybody understands. But there's so many different options too. There's work from home options, um, which isn't really a home business per se, but you can work for different companies or all looking for um, folks to do different things from home. There's, uh, you can make money creating fun videos about your dog You know, talk about having a dog or you have a beautiful cat. Um, people are making thousands of dollars from making videos about their dog or their yeah. cat. You, yeah. You'd be stunned. I, I know people that go to here in the States and I don't know what you guys have there. I know you have little things in London, but we have these huge casinos like Las Vegas. And I actually, I know a lot of, uh, a lot of Brits love Las Vegas. It's a thing. They were all upset. They couldn't come. I, I, I mean, know, a lot of the, us too. Yeah. They were like devastated that they couldn't go to Las Vegas. But people play slot machines on video and make thousands of dollars. No. Thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars because YouTube pays you, uh, TikTok will pay you, uh, Reels, you know, uh, Facebook and Instagram will pay you. Thousand, I know people that make 50, 60, $70,000 a month. No. Wow. So you're educating so, us. We didn't know that. <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't know that I would choose that because you got to have the money to play the slot machines and you can lose a lot of money fast, but they, they have, there's all these different things. So it's as creative as you can get. The question is, who are you going to listen to? And that's why I highly recommend Chris and Susan because they've, they've been through different spectrums. They're in the age group. They understand the different aspects. Plus their professional background before they came into this field is financial. So, you know, not that they're going to give you advice and they'll send you to your own advisor, but, but just understanding the idea of different revenue streams or different things, they come with a professional background there's so many options. There's so many options. And it used to be, you know, like when I was a young mom, you know, what could I do if I wanted to stay home? I could watch other people's kids. I could do laundry. You know, what are my choices? Today, because of the internet, there's a million choices for a mom, for a retiree, for somebody who's looking for that second income stream, for somebody who needs to raise extra money for something for their kids, for somebody who has dreamt their whole life of having a boat or having a, a, a ski chalet, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for now, but a, you know, a vacation home or the time of dreams is now. And I know it sounds crazy because it's maybe tough economic times, but there's never been a time like this where we had access to the world the way we do. And we're proving it because how many thousands of miles are we apart from one another? Mm. And I haven't seen you since 2016. I know. And I feel like I know you so well. And I, of course we are cousins. So. <laughs> and I think I think just coming off of that, you know, there's there's never gonna be a perfect time to start your home business or your second income stream or whatever. And you know, we we talk to so many people who say, I'm I'm just waiting until the end of next month i'm just waiting till the end of the summer because i've got this i'm just waiting until after my holiday but you know for us we say to you the challenge is just do it now because there will never be the perfect time i mean what's your thoughts on that diane i'm going to be a little a little dark for a moment but not super dark a year ago today 
I went, I left my home to go to the first thing I had gone to since COVID. And I went down to Florida, pictures are coming out my Facebook memories, and that's how I know it was today. And I, all these pictures, I'm at happy hour with Ginny, the crowd's all here. We were going to a wonderful marketing event, but it was, it was socially distanced and there were only 50 people and we were live streaming and I spoke at it and it was absolutely incredible. And I came home and I felt a little tired, but I thought ah, I went to an event and a week later I was in the ICU. Um, and they were, ready to, they were ready to put a tube down my throat. Now I have to tell you that while I was on the plane on the way to Florida, now, I, and I was out in seven days and clearly I'm fine. Um, but I had all these plans of all these things I was gonna do when I got home. I mean, literally on the plane on the way home, I was still making all these plans. Now I didn't know I was infected. So obviously I was around a lot of people and I feel terrible about that. But I was making all these plans of all the things I was gonna do. And then life got interrupted. We don't know what is gonna interrupt our lives tomorrow. We both have moms that have had you know, that we need to spend time with and help. Um, I have two parents right now, they need, they need some help. My mother will kill me if I say that, but she needs some help, okay? And I know someday I'll need some help. We could have things with children. We could have things with housing. We could have things, and I'm not trying to be dark, but I'm just saying, if not now, when? If not now, when? We, we don't know. What I know is you could start a home business today. What I know is you could actually make some money by the end of the week. Now, I'm not talking you're getting rich and getting a yacht, but you literally, with vehicles that exist, and just ask Chris and Susan, can make some money by the end of the week. And that's magical. That's magical. And it exists, and it's accessible, and anybody could do it if they wanted to. So I look at everything different today because of that experience. It was a scary experience. And, um, you know, when you have a doctor looking at you, wanting to know who to call if they have to innovate you, and if you can't communicate and what you're, whether you want to be resuscitated or not, that's scary stuff. And um, like I said, not to be doom and gloom, and that's not my intent, but all I'm saying is, why not now? Because now is, the only time we have is now. I have on a little necklace that says, the only thing that's real is love. Right? And the only time we have is now. And we have the opportunity to change the course of things or keep the course that, we, that we're very happy with and just make it better right now. And um, I do not think that we could have stopped this chat at any better time than you posing that question, why not now? So all I'm going to say to everyone watching or listening to this, don't regret what you wished you had done because there is no better time than now. Diane knows that. We know that. The students that we both work with and clients we work with all around the world know that. It is your time. So don't let this moment pass you by. Diane, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been an absolute pleasure. I know we're going to have to have you back for part two because we've got like six or seven other questions I haven't even asked you yet, but it's been fabulous. I, I, I talk too much. I've been known to do it. Uh, it's been absolutely fabulous. And thank you so, so much. Thank you everyone for watching and listening. And we will see you on the very next episode of Living the Retirement Lifestyle. Bye for now. Bye for now. Thank you.
This is the Retirement Lifestyle Podcast with Chris and Susan Beasley. 